you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And well, as you probably know by now, Missouri's scheduled game with Texas A&M this Saturday has been canceled, likely won't be made up either, although I suppose either Vanderbilt, LSU, or Texas A&M, the three games that Missouri has had at least postponed so far, I suppose one of those games will likely be played on Saturday, March 6th, which at this point sounds like will be Missouri's final home game and its senior day. But fortunately, even with basketball canceled for this weekend, still plenty to talk about on the football beat with spring practice starting tomorrow. And that's Friday if you're listening to this on Thursday. And Eli Drinkowitz happened to meet with the media this past week talking about spring ball. And I've got some thoughts on that, including what I think Connor Basilak can learn from Patrick Mahomes and also hints about Steve Wilkes' defensive scheme can be found within this Eli press conference. But first, some big recruiting news. In fact, a follower of mine on Twitter, Nathan, who is at NPS Mizzou, hopefully Nathan's listening to the show as well. If so, how's it going, pal? You certainly started a bit of a, uh, a kerf- not a kerfuffle, but a an exciting moment for Missouri fans on Twitter, Nathan tweeted at Eli Drinkwitz, I could really use a big recruiting win right now. Pretty please. Well, then a few minutes later, Eli Drinkwitz tweets back at Nathan, give me a few minutes, see what we can make happen. And sure enough, Eli delivers within the hour. Missouri announces that they've added another man to their vaunted 2021 class. The Tigers had certainly been emphasizing, and Eli in particular, had been emphasizing the need for Missouri to get better up front in the trenches. And they wanted to find an offensive lineman who has size and length. And well, certainly their new player, Jamarion Gooch, fits the bell. He's a three-star offensive tackle from Tennessee, six foot eight, 340 pounds. Now that's some pretty impressive measurables for an 18-year-old man. Now, the Tennessee native had been set to play with the Volunteers before Jeremy Pruitt was fired in favor of Josh Heupel. Yes, former Missouri offensive coordinator Josh Heupel, of course, now at Tennessee as their head coach. But, well, Tennessee allowed Gooch to back out of that commitment with the new coach. And fortunately for the Tigers, well, they signed him. And I'm sure he had plenty of interest after getting out of that Tennessee deal because, well, obviously you look at his offer list at a high school included Florida State, the Georgia Bulldogs, Miami, Florida, USC, among many other major programs. So obviously another sort of vaunted member of this 2021 class, anytime you can add big men like that, it's a it's a win. You can never have enough offensive linemen or defensive linemen for that matter, but certainly this is a big win for Marcus Johnson and the whole staff. Now, by any measure, you'd have to say 
that Eli Drinkwitz's first season as Missouri's head coach was a success. But certainly when you listen to him at the press conference here for spring ball of 2021, he doesn't sound like a guy who is satisfied whatsoever. We got to continue as a, as a fan base and as donors to continue to pursue that championship mentality. Uh, so we're going to be knocking on doors and, and asking for continued donations and, and stepping up to the plate. Uh, nothing would excite us more. Obviously, uh, we've got a taste of a championship with, with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, uh, you know, with the Royals several years ago winning the World Series, with the Cardinals winning uh, the World Series. Uh, it, it's time for the Missouri Tigers to, to step up to the plate and continue to push this program forward. But we need everybody uh, involved in that and continue to push so that we can get there. You hear that? Tiger Scholarship Fund donation people, get out your wallets. And when I say donation people, I mean donors. That would have been a much better word choice to land that statement, wouldn't it? And speaking of the Chiefs, Eli Drinkwitz revealed that this past year's Super Bowl is in fact the first NFL game that Eli has ever attended. That's kind of astonishing. In fact, most of the press corps had follow-ups and didn't really seem to believe him, but apparently that is the case. And while Eli was in the middle of talking about his three main goals for spring football, I thought something interesting came up here that's really worth noting. Number two, we're going to lay the foundations of our offense, defense, and special teams, and we're not going to skip any steps. Uh, we're starting at the beginnings. Uh, with Although offense and special teams have a little bit of a leg up on the defense, we're going back to the basics uh, because we didn't get to do this last year and look forward to starting at the groundwork and building up. Uh, excited for Coach Wilkes to be able to do that with his defense also and really work together, compete against each other, but strive together to uh, – put us in a position to compete for the SEC East. So the idea that Eli Drinkwitz with the weird COVID era and lack of spring ball this past year, the idea that he was never able to fully install his offense in the way that he would like. And obviously we're going to have new schemes here defensively. This is, should be a huge thing for the Tigers. Don't, don't underestimate just how much that, level of preparation and now the the familiarity that the guys have with Eli the expectations that he has that's a really big deal that we're going to have actually have spring ball this year because that was one of the biggest reasons I wasn't as bullish as on the Tigers record as they ended up being in other words I thought they were maybe a, a three four win team I certainly didn't think they were a five and five team because I just didn't think despite my anticipation of good football from Eli Drinkwitz eventually I figured short run gonna be awfully hard to get the team running on all cylinders but considering the circumstances he did a great job and with more time to install and coach do the basics well hopefully we'll see even better results offensively this fall and certainly that should be the case for Connor Basilak and well Eli had some thoughts about him as well and I have some Connor related thoughts myself but first, have you ever wondered why certain chain auto parts stores have different price tiers based on if you're a professional mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer? Well, the good news is I've got a solution for you, and it's called rockauto.com. Because at rockauto.com, prices are the same for everybody every single day of the week, no matter who you are. 
And you know what? That's just called fairness, everybody. They're not trying to jam a price gouge up you because of, frankly, a lack of knowledge. I think that's just bad, somewhat dishonest business, if I'm being perfectly honest with all of you. But fortunately, again, rockauto.com is a family business, and they're going to treat you like an actual human being should be treated. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, so why spend up to twice as much for the exact same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now, see what's available for your vehicle, and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. This week, we have two conversations for you to wrap up the month. First, a discussion on protest in sports across leagues, then tune in for a discussion on the importance of black history in sports. What's been achieved and the important work left to be done All in discussion on the Locked On Presents podcast feed. Subscribe on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, everybody likes talking about the quarterback position, right? Well, I certainly do. And well, I can't be alone on the Mizzou beat. And certainly an obvious and pertinent question was, what does Eli expect from young Connor Basilak? in his second year as a starter, particularly in this spring football season, because quite honestly, well, Connor, not only like the rest of the Tigers, didn't get a full spring, well, he didn't get any spring at all. He was still recovering from his ACL injury. So let's hear what Eli had to say about our young quarterback. Well, the first thing we have to improve on is our ball security in the pocket. Um, The second thing we need to improve upon is our – uh, ability to throw touchdowns in the red zone and be a uh, a more um, productive player in the red area. And then the third thing I want to see him is be aggressive. Uh, I don't want to see him be reckless, but I want to see him be aggressive this spring and figure out, okay, I can throw these balls into this window. I can I can put this ball here. I can back shoulder this one. I can fit it into that tight window and make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. Obviously, I don't want to be reckless. I don't want him to be uh, – careless or comfortable uh what i want him to be is to challenge himself and, and uh, uh continue to improve as a quarterback and i think there's going to be obviously y'all be out with some practices i think you'll see plenty of times where we're going to challenge him so what made me think about patrick mahomes there was eli's thoughts on wanting connor to be aggressive in this spring practice and that made me think back to prior to the 2018 Chief season where Patrick Mahomes, his first year as a starter, where he ultimately won the NFL MVP. Well, I just remember in fall camp for the Chiefs, there was lots of chatter about, oh my God, Mahomes is throwing a ton of interceptions in practice. And Andy Reid's response to that was, hey, I want him to be aggressive in practice. I want him to be able to figure out his limits. Let him figure it out here so he can actually be So he knows his limits and he can be properly cautious and properly aggressive, find the right balance during a football game. Well, I think that's exactly what Eli Drinkwitz is talking about. And I really think that's kind of next level thinking by Drinkwitz because quite honestly, so many coaches are perfectionists 
that they overanalyze every single mistake that happens in practice. They get angry, they yell and scream, throw their arms up in the air, maybe even shame you a little bit in front of your teammates in film session. But I think especially at quarterback, when you're not just talking about technique necessarily, you're talking about, hey, sometimes the difference between a touchdown pass and you know taking a sack can be just taking the shot, can be making the decision to throw the football. So the thing is, obviously what I'm trying to say is there's a really fine line between being aggressive, getting touchdowns, and not turning over the football, being a game manager if you will, and I think the only way to actually figure it out is to screw up, quite honestly. Throw some interceptions. Throw throw it into too tight of a window and learn your lesson the hard way, but in not as hard of a way as in the real game. So I think, honestly, I love that philosophy from Eli and another example of how I believe this guy just gets it, to put it quite simply. And speaking of getting it, I thought Eli, when he was asked about how early this spring period is for Mizzou. I thought he had some very interesting and thoughtful reactions to the question. I thought he just has a big picture view of his entire program that, frankly, every head coach has got to have. And I want to talk more about that, but first, more from our friends at betonline.ag. And I got to be honest, I was surprised to see That based on our friends at betonline.ag, Missouri still the third most likely team to win the SEC tournament. That that really surprised me. I got to be honest. Now, as you you would expect, Alabama five to two. They're slightly two to one, basically two and a half to one. Essentially, hey, I can do I can do fractions. Everybody. Well, Tennessee at fifteen to four is second. You know, really not a lot of great value on, for instance, Kentucky, who is seven to one, despite not exactly lighting the world on fire. If there's maybe one super duper long shot I could see taking, well, it'd probably be the team that's put it to Missouri twice, and that's Ole Miss, who's thirty three to one to win the tournament. Other than that, not a lot of obvious value, but if you disagree with me, well, by all means, go to betonline.ag and put your money where your mouth is. And here's the good news. When you sign up for your account, your free account, and you make your first deposit, well, be sure to use the promo code Locked On because you'll get a 50% bonus on top of that first deposit. So again, don't forget to use that promo code Locked On at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, this next clip is a little bit longer than one I would normally play. It's about two minutes, but I think it's worth it. Again, it's about Eli Drinkwitz was asked about why his spring session has been so early this year. So let's just hear what Eli had to say. Yeah, I don't I don't want to lay on the beach worrying about spring football. So no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, there, there's all kinds of reasons why. I, I think for me personally, I've done it before like this, and I feel like it's a really good opportunity for your guys. Uh, one, you take the six weeks uh, that they get back from um, what would have been our bowl game, but but they get back, they get six weeks to get their body in shape, and then you go straight into football. And once that's done, there's really four months of uninterrupted training that they get to change their bodies. And there's not going to be the wear and tear, whereas some programs will go eight weeks and then they'll spread uh, spring football over the course of six weeks. And then at that time, they have one week, and then they got the end of the semester, 
and you really only get two months of uninterrupted training. We're trying to maximize that time with four months of uninterrupted training. Give our guys a chance if there's, you know, something unfortunate, uh, an injury or a twink day goal or something like that during spring, they have uh, four months to really get back to full speed. Um, and again, we want to try to create as little contact, but as long recovery as we can to really enhance player safety. Um, and so uh, I think it gives a lot of, lot of flexibility to your staff. And then I personally have never liked the idea. I've never really enjoyed where you go practice for you know seven eight practices then you break and then you come back it's uh if we're going to get out there let's let's get our mind on our business let's go four weeks let's make sure we're improving every day and it's going to be a grind uh but when it's over we can all drink my ties on the beach and, and have a good time yeah i've talked about balance here a little bit in this episode and certainly you can tell that eli puts a lot of thought into balancing well hey this is football it's a physical game you're going to have physicality which is inevitably going to lead to injury so how do you balance that how do you balance getting the kind of reps that you need to prepare to actually play football and then balance that with player health well frankly it makes a lot of sense in my opinion his I think his case made all the sense in the world to actually condense this spring period and to sort of get into a rhythm maybe have the most productive time that you can and yet give your team as long of an off season as possible to recover from potential spring injuries. Makes a lot of sense to me. And when it comes to defense, there's certainly been a lot of curiosity among Mizzou fans about what type of defense that Steve Wilkes is going to play here at Missouri. Well, certainly we can look to his past in the NFL to get some clues, but Eli Drinkwitz, I believe, gave us some clues as well when he was actually asked about who can replace Nick Bolton, especially in terms of leadership on this ball club. Excited to see how the 4-2-5 uh, scheme that, that uh, Steve is going to bring in is going to you know amplify and allow our guys to play a little bit faster on the back end, knowing that they're just responsible for one gaps and a little bit more um, dialed in on, on exactly what their run fit is. Um, obviously, we're going to be adding some linebackers, some really good linebackers this summer. And so none of these positions will be finalized until we give those guys an opportunity to compete. Okay. So there it is. Eli touched on sort of the classic defensive debate against those of us very basic football fans, right? It's either, oh, they're not aggressive enough. The read and react, oh, that's not, that's no good. But then suddenly, if the scheme is too simple, then it's, well, now we got to complicate it up and be more multiple. I don't know. I said the other day on Twitter that saying fire the coach is the laziest take in all of sports. Well, right up there is certainly fire the play caller or, oh, the play calling sucked is, is also the laziest take in all of football for sure. Don't get me wrong. If, if Eli and Steve Wilkes feel like simplifying the run game for the linebackers, their responsibilities will be helpful. Hey, fine and dandy. I don't have any argument with that. I just think it just reminded me of that classic never-ending debate on should you read and react or should you just fly up the field and not worry about containing anything whatsoever. And finally, I think we'll close it out on this one. I have more sound bites. quite honestly. We might 
take them to Friday. In fact, we probably will play more sound from Eli on tomorrow's show. But just one more to close out. Eli was asked about his relationship with Steve Wilkes and more specifically, how exactly he came to know Steve, how he sold him on the new job as Missouri's defensive coordinator. And, well, let's just hear from Eli. Yeah, Coach Wilkes is somebody that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Obviously, when in my time in Raleigh is when uh, the Carolina Panthers were first in the Super Bowl and uh, got, a, got to understand and know who Coach Steve Wilkes was and what his DNA and put fingerprint on that defense was for the Carolina Panthers. And then I uh, didn't realize until I got there that he was an alumni of App- Appalachian State. Um, and then when I got the head coaching job, obviously we connected um, and, and reached out there and then uh, stayed in touch with him. Um, and then when this job came open, reached out to him about uh, if he would have interest. Um, obviously, he had a lot of things going on uh, in the NFL and opportunities there and, and uh, got the opportunity to get in front of him and really sell our vision for what Mizzou is and can be uh, and the opportunities that it could present for him and his family and, and um you know, uh, gave him my, the best best pitch I had. And uh, he, he finally relented and agreed and, and uh, excited about what he's going to do and bring to the table. Well, Eli Drinkwitz can close, can't he? I think the guy's a pretty darn good salesman. I think that's one thing we've learned about Eli. In addition to being a, a head football coach, which is part salesman, quite honestly, that guy can definitely close. And with that, I am going to close out this edition of Locked on Mizzou. Thanks for joining me, as always. And if you're a loyal listener to this show, you know what? Go over to Apple Podcasts and uh, hit me with a five-star review. It really does help people, new people find the show. Frankly, as far as my actual rating goes, I, I really couldn't care less. I really mean that. But if it means finding new people, well, that's what I care about. So help a brother out. Give me a five-star review. And with that, I will see you all next time right here on Locked on Mizzou.